What is up, bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan, and Caleb is nowhere to be found. It's just turning into the All Bro Podcast. Or maybe I should uh, reach out to uh, DJ. No offense, Vic. I'm just kidding. Uh, You know what? I'll just make them my second and third host. We'll just turn this into the All Bro Bros Podcast, if that makes any sense. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so uh, this week, I'm soloing it. I think this is my first time soloing. Soloing. It's freaking weird. Um, yeah, it's my first week soloing. Poor Caleb is uh, homesick with COVID. I feel really bad for him. Um, wish him well thoughts. Hopefully he gets better soon. Um, but yeah, so. But uh, we can't miss a week because, you know, that, that that's just how we roll on this podcast. That's how we roll on the All Bros podcast. So you guys are stuck with me. I'm sorry. But uh, definitely buckle in because this is going to be a fun, fun episode. Um, so we were going to uh, break down Sing 2 this week, uh, but we're going to be pushing that back about two weeks now. Um, because next week uh, we will be uh, breaking down a short film uh, that we were asked uh, to break down for the creator. So we'll be doing that next week, and then uh, the week following that uh, we will be breaking down Sing 2, and then we will go to our, go you know, back to our reg- regularly scheduled programming after that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, but anyway, it's still going to be a fun episode. Um, because this week uh, we got um, some fun stuff to talk about when it comes to 4K Spotlight. Um, oh, a pretty big movie, in my opinion, but y- you know, everyone's opinion is different. Comes out as well as a movie that I'm sorry, I just really didn't care about. Um, that 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 will be coming out, um, and then after that. Uh, we'll be moving, or sorry, I will be, it's so weird saying, not saying we, and not referring to me and Caleb. This is freaking weird. It's going to take me a minute to get used to it, and I apologize, guys. Um, but after that, I will be moving on uh, to, uh, I guess, my All Bros headliner, or All Bro headliner, which will be, I will be sharing both mine and Caleb's top 10 films of 2021. Yes, we're a little late on it, but you know what? I really didn't know what else to do for an episode where Caleb, unfortunately, cannot be here. Um, so yeah, so I will be doing that. Um, so yeah, um, let's get started, guys. Every day, we're surrounded by media. Books, movies, art, music, games, apps, podcasts, etc etc with this constant bombardment it's easy to miss great media gems in the chaos but fret not you've come to the right place my friend i'm jason and i love media i invite you to check out the mixed media forest podcast the podcast where i trudge through the forests of media to find hidden gems for you the listener Every episode of Mixed Media Forest is chock full of fun, reviews, nostalgia, positivity, news, rants, stories, and recommendations about all things media. Again, that's the Mixed Media Forest podcast, created on Anchor Podcasting app and available everywhere fine podcasts can be found. Give it a listen. It's what all the cool kids are doing. All right, so jumping in to 4K Spotlight. Um, like I said, we got a movie that I really care about coming out, and then one that I honestly just did not care about. Um, so let's start with the movie that I just really did not care about, <laughs> um, and that is Dune. Um, so Dune Part 1, I guess is what it's being referred to as, uh, will be coming to uh, 4K and Blu-ray as well as 3D Blu-ray. Yeah, this is actually getting a 3D Blu-ray release, guys. It's weird. Um, but so that will also be getting a Best Buy exclusive steelbook. No shocker there. Um, and I believe I was about to say, I believe that is the only, uh, exclusive, but it actually looks like there is one more. I think let's take a look at what that is. Um, it is a Walmart exclusive with pain box. 
I have no idea what the hell that means. What does that mean? Let's find out. Um, so, pain box of the Bane, is it Bane Deseret? You know what? I honestly like zoned out a lot of that movie, so I don't remember what that is. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, so that will be uh, so Dune will be coming out uh this uh tomorrow, or just to say this week on 4K. So you guys can look forward to that if you guys enjoyed Dune. Um, like I said, I really the more that I think about it, I'm sorry. The more that like I just did not really like it. it just didn't do it for me. I'm I I know I remember I said in our review that oh yeah I'll go see part two in theaters. I don't know if I will. I might. We'll see. I, you know, doesn't come out till I think October of this year. So we'll see if my opinion changes. Um, but yeah. Anyway, moving on to uh, the other release this week on 4K. It is Halloween Kills. And oh, so excited. Already got my Steelbook pre ordered. No shocker there. Um, yeah, so this will, uh, that is the only exclusive that this film is getting. Um, it is, uh, just getting a bare bones 4K, Blu ray, and DVD release. Um, and speaking of the DVD, I was thought I thought this was really funny because um, I'm I follow a Halloween fans page on Facebook, and people were posting that if you went to family, uh, not family, I'm sorry, Dollar General, they actually had the DVD out already, um, and you could buy it for twenty bucks, and they would let you buy it. Like it, there wasn't like a hold on it being like, oh yeah, you can't sell this till January 11th. I think that's when this comes out, right? I just want to double check. Uh, yeah, January 11th. Um, so people were able to buy it that much sooner. And not gonna lie, I tried to do this. Um, I went to my nearest family dollar and, god damn it, not family dollar, dollar general. And it turns out it doesn't even exist anymore. It's not there. Ain't that a bitch? Um, <laughs> so I couldn't get it early, but oh well. Um, did I really need the DVD? No, but did I want it? Because I probably am going to get every single version there is of this film. Yes. Um, yeah. So as you can see, I'm very excited <laughs> for the release of Halloween Kills, uh, this Tuesday. Um, so yeah, that, that's really it, uh, for, uh, 4K Spotlight. Yeah, I really, really, really got nothing else to talk to you guys about that. And um, I really didn't uh, see any big news. Well, actually, I'm sorry. There is uh, one news uh, item to talk about when it comes to uh, through the wall. Yeah, we're keeping it through the wall. Oh, my God. Sorry, guys. My, my memory is just going so bad when it comes to this podcast, and I apologize. Um, But with through the wall, Morbius, once again got pushed back and it got pushed to back back to and you would think that this would be an april fool's joke but it's not <laughs> uh yeah i got pushed back to coming out on april fool's day april 1st um so i know like a lot of people that i saw in like the comments they're just like oh yeah guys it's a joke they're releasing on they they, they don't they're still releasing it now they just made a joke to release it on april 1st i'm like no i'm pretty sure it's yeah it's real and yeah yeah so and um i'm pretty sure it's just because you know, with the new variants of COVID, Omicron, that's definitely affecting people wanting to go out to the movies, which is completely understandable. Um, I feel Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be the last big hit movie for a while, unfortunately. But, you know, people got to stay safe. Completely understandable. So, yeah, so Morbius has been pushed back. And so that's definitely going to kind of juggle, what's the word? <laughs> juggle our um, review schedule. Um Actually, actually, no, I'm sorry. It worked out that Caleb had COVID this week because now we uh, we don't have to uh, worry about trying to scamble everything because everything just gets pushed, you know, pushed forward or pushed back. And Morbius just gets pushed out of uh, this month and pushed into April uh, if and when it does come out that month. Um so yeah, so that's it for uh, through the wall. Uh, really, nothing else really to talk about. At least what I saw, at least from what I saw. I don't know if Caleb uh, had anything else big that he wanted to talk about, um, but that's just what I saw. Um, moving on, uh, let's get started with our. Oh my god, I almost called it main event of the evening, but it is all bros headliner. Let's do it, guys.
right, so with this week's All Bros headliner, like I said, uh, I will be sharing. Um, I oh my gosh, wow, guys, I am ah, oh, I am struggling this episode. I apologize. Um, but I will uh, be sharing both mine and Caleb's top ten films of uh 2021 um i'll be you know explaining why i chose my my uh choices i'll try to explain why caleb chose his but you know unfortunately he's not here so i can't really back with what he said but you know what i do feel that he has some very good choices here i'm I'm very happy with what he chose um i'm kind of mad that you know some didn't make his list but it's okay it's okay we're all friends here at least we try to be (laughs) um yeah. So, without further to do, fur- further to do, without further ado, let's get started with this. So, I'm going to uh go basically uh neck and neck with mine and Caleb's list. We're going to go 10 10 9 9 8 8 7 7 and so forth and so forth. Um and like I said, I will um talk about mine, why I chose it at that number. Um I may not <laughs> You know, everyone's gonna, uh, you know, everyone's gonna have a different opinion. Um, th- these are just mining Caleb's opinions. I'm sure your guys's uh, list of t- your favorite movies of 2021 is way different than ours, um, and that's okay. It's it's you know, it's always great to have a different opinion. Um, and you know what? That's what makes loving movies so much fun. We all we all have different opinions, but we respect each other's opinions. So, without further ado, let's get started with number 10. So, for number 10, Caleb has Queen Pins, which I feel bad. I don't even know what movie this is. So, you know what, guys? Let's find out together what Queen Pins is. Um, so... A bored and frustrated suburban homemaker and her best friend turn a hobby into a multi-million dollar counterfeit coupon caper after firing off a letter to the uh, conglomerate behind a box of... This... Okay, this is... Wow, Kiel, this is a very... Okay, sorry, I'm going to start... <laughs> let's start over. So, okay, so the plot for Queen Pins is a bored and frustrated suburban homemaker and her best friend turn a hobby into a multi-million dollar counterfeit coupon caper after firing off a letter to the conglomerate behind a box of cereal gone stale and receiving an apology along with dozens of freebies the duo hatch an illegal coupon club scheme that scams millions from mega corporations and delivers deals to legions of fellow coupon clippers Okay, not gonna lie, this sounds like a blast, and freaking Kristen Bell and Paul Walter Hauser are in this, and Vince Vaughn? Oh yeah, dude, I'm in. I gotta see this movie. Oh, and it's on Amazon! It's on Prime Video, hell yeah! I gotta check this one out. Alright, well that is Caleb's number 10, I love it. It's a good choice, Caleb. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but you know what? From what what, what I see, I love. Um... So yeah, uh, let's move on to my number 10, which is Disney Pixar's Luca. I loved this movie. I thought this, uh, I know a lot of people were saying that, you know, it's not, doesn't really feel up to the standards of Pixar. And you know what? I get it. It's, it's definitely, I feel different animation than what we're know what we're familiar with, with Pixar. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely not like super lifelike humans. Um, there's definitely a, bit of a cartoony vibe to them which it does work for this story and i and i was totally fine with it but i feel the story of like friendship um you know uh luke uh the way that uh it is portrayed of how um literally um once they uh once the way that water touches them how they like turn into a sea creature and just the way it's explained is very very well done you don't really have any questions of how it works um and just it it's very interesting to see Luca's um, spoiler alert um, change of ways in the move towards like the middle of the movie from wanting to experience you know life on a Vespa uh, with Alberto um, to actually wanting to um, kind of experience the whole human lifestyle with I uh, going to school. 
with um and I feel so bad that I forgot her name but uh let me find that out really quickly I apologize guys uh seriously you are not going to tell me her her name really uh well Julia that's her name Julia um you know wanting to um go like uh cuz it's explained that Julia goes to school I think I believe where her mom lives and so he's just like, you know what? That actually sounds like really interesting. I want to be able to, you know, like learn more. Um, and the the decision that he ultimately makes at the end is very powerful. Um, what you know, the way that he sorry, spoiler alert, he has to uh, say goodbye to Alberto. It's very sad, um, but it's done very very well. And um, it, like I said, it's definitely not like top notch Pixar, but it's still very good Pixar. I I, I really enjoyed Luca. Um, I have very little problems with it. And you know what, guys? I am horrible because I forgot to uh, say both mine and Caleb's honorable mentions. We do have a couple. So let's let, let's take a step back <laughs> before we move on to number nine. And let's go through those honorable mentions really quickly. And I, like once again, I do apologize about that, guys. Um, so for uh, Caleb's honorable mentions, he has Halloween Kills. Bitch, I can't believe this wasn't in your <laughs> top ten. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I'm a little hurt, but you know what? It's okay. Um, and he also had nobody. So, excellent choices. Excellent, excellent choices. I, I feel he definitely liked nobody more than me, but I still enjoyed it quite a bit. All right, moving on to number nine for both of us. Um, we have, uh, well, let's start with Caleb's number nine, where he has Encanto. I'm pretty sure I butchered that. Encanto. Um, this is uh, Disney's newest animated film that is actually on Disney Plus right now. It was uh, in theaters, I believe, in like uh, around Thanksgiving, and then it moved to uh, Disney Plus uh, Christmas Eve, actually. Um, so if you guys want to go check this movie out right now, it's on Disney Plus, or you can check it out in theaters. I still haven't seen it. Um, but it looks amazing. The music looks incredible. Uh, the trailer is not going to lie. didn't like really captivate me. <laughs> um, but I've heard the movie's great. I've heard, uh, what's the main girl's name? Mar- Mar- Mary Bell? Mar- Bell? Excuse. Uh, I, f- I apologize for that accent. That was really bad. Um, you know what? Let me check. I just want to double check. You know, it would be really nice if just, instead of just telling me the cast, if they could put um, which character they played under it. Wouldn't that just be nice, Google? Like, I'd really appreciate that. Um, God damn it, you're still not doing it. (laughs) Okay, one second, guys. I apologize. Let's bring in the good old IMDB. Maribel. Yeah, Maribel. Um, And... So, yeah, uh, great choice. Like I said, I haven't seen it yet. Um, and I know this is actually one of our future breakdowns, so I probably should get my ass to seeing it because uh, it looks really good. Um, so, yeah, like I said, that is uh, Caleb's number nine. All right, uh, moving on to my number nine. Um, and you know what? Some people are probably going to kill me for this. I think Caleb might too. Um, I have Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, don't get me wrong, this was a very good superhero film, but I liked the other superhero films this, um, year better. Um, this definitely followed the, uh, classic Marvel formula, and it works very, very, very well. Um, but it is still the Marvel formula. It, it's just a basic Marvel, Marvel formula that, like I said, works very well, and it works very well for Shang-Chi. But just, I don't know, I, I liked the other stuff that I saw this year from Marvel just because it was something new. That, that That's what I liked. Um, but, um, Shang, oh my god, what is the name? <laughs> uh, the actor that plays Shang-Chi is great. Uh, Aquafina is great. Uh, the villain, the dad, is great. Wow, he's so good as the Mandarin. So, so good. Um, but, yeah, so so that that is my number nine. Um, Caleb, don't kill me. <laughs> um... But, yeah. 
Um, and I just realized that I forgot to mention my honorable mentions because I am truly killing at this, guys. This is the, this is the reason why I don't do solo work. And God help me when I uh, start uh, the uh, Gacy Gazette because, wow, <laughs> um, ooh, I'm in for a long ride. But um, I, I feel I'm probably going to do better at that than this. Uh, let's hope. <laughs> um but so for my honorable mentions for 2021, I have Godzilla vs. Kong. Such a fun ride. I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. The human character plot lines kind of sucked. Maybe not sucked. They were just boring. But everything with Godzilla and Kong was fantastic. The fights were incredible. Just, oh, a visual spectacle. Um, the Forever Purge. Uh, definitely one of the better, uh, Purge films in recent years, um, but just didn't crack my top 10. I still enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, but it, it's very hard for me not to enjoy Purge films just cause the concept is still so interesting to me. And, um, yeah, I just, I just enjoy it. I enjoy the hell out of the Purge films, but that it did not make my top 10 made my honorable mention. Um, and then uh, two more. I got Cruella, which uh, really so, so good. Emma Stone was great as Cruella DeVille. Um, really, really, honestly, amazing performance. Um, and then I really liked the ask, a, Astors. Wow. The actors that played Jasper and Horace. Those two are great. And then um, Emma Thompson was fantastic as the uh, the villain. She was great. Um, and then last but not least, Spiral. Um, it it was pretty good. It was it was it was a decent Saw spinoff. It definitely uh, wasn't uh, everything that I wanted from a Saw spinoff. But overall, I did did very very. And apparently, I'm just repeating every word, guys. I did did very very much much enjoy enjoy it it. So yeah. Okay, so that's it for honorable mentions. Moving on to number eight for both of us. Let's get this started. Uh, yeah, so number eight, Caleb has, this hurts, he has Eternals. Um, not going to lie, Eternals did also make my list, but it is higher. <laughs> um, but no, no judgment here. Um, I feel we both enjoyed this movie uh, just the same. Um, this is definitely something different than what Marvel or the MCU usually does. And I welcomed it with open arms. I loved these characters. Everyone, um, uh, as Caleb, uh, likes to point out. Um, and you know what? We're, we're, we're all open here. Um, as, as Caleb likes to point out, I have a hard on for Don Lee who plays Gilgamesh. So, you know what? Not going to lie. Hit. Hey, yep. It's out in the open. Um, because I remember, <laughs> I remember we were, uh, what was it? I think, what was it last week? Yeah. Uh, me, Caleb and his wife, Brielle, uh, went and saw Spider-Man No Way Home and, um, kind of stuck because we were like in the front row like oh our heads were up like so high it was so bad but you know i'm just glad that brielle was able to finally watch the movie um but <laughs> we were talking about you know like the emotional aspect of the film and i said for like i don't know why but like aunt may's um spoiler alert sorry spoiler 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 alert heavy death god wow you know what? if you guys haven't seen spider-man no way home yet the hell come on guys um, but we were talking about Aunt May's death and how, you know, like it affected us emotionally. And I, I know Caleb cried. I don't know if Braille cried, but I said, um, you know, for some reason I just didn't cry. I don't know why even, you know, like the second time, like I, I cried in Eternals, um, but I didn't cry in Spider-Man, uh, No Way Home. And he's just like, why you cried in Eternals? How'd you cry in that movie? And I'm just like, dude, it was so sad when Gilgamesh died. God damn it. I am really failing <laughs> here's another spoiler alert uh when uh gilgamesh died i cried um and he's just like dude that's just because you have a hard on for don lee and i was like shut up you're not wrong but yeah <laughs> um so yeah that, that that that's our little uh fun story <laughs> but turtles i'm not even talking about the movie it's just a story with it uh but yeah anyway all the turtles are great we we really enjoyed these characters uh the story is the story is good um ha has a couple hiccups but overall it does come full circle towards the end to make for a very enjoyable 
different MCU film. So that is Caleb's number eight. And I hope I did okay explaining why he likes it. Uh, even though I really just mentioned that, you know, like, hard on for Donnelly. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like sometimes we get too comfortable on this podcast. But you know what? It's all good. It's all good. We're all here to have fun. We all love each other. At least I hope we do. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, let's move on um, to my number eight, which is The Suicide Squad. This movie was so much better than the first one that we got in 2016. Uh, this is how you do a Suicide Squad film. James Gunn did a tremendous job, even though I'm bitter, spoiler alert, that Captain Boomerang dies in the first 10 minutes. That was horseshit. What the hell? <laughs> but, you know, other than that, didn't really have any problems with the, the film. Uh, all the uh, Suicide Squad members that were chosen for like the main Suicide Squad task throughout the movie were very good. Um, I even like John Cena in this movie for the most part. And usually I'm not the biggest fan of John Cena. I don't know what it is. His acting just doesn't do it for me. But I, I tolerated, in this, tolerated him in this film. So you know what? Kudos to you, James Gunn, for doing that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Can't say enough good things about this film. It was great. I loved it. It's a great addition to the uh, DCEU uh, film franchise. I am just sad that it didn't make more money. I wish it did. Uh, but moving on to uh, number seven, we have, for Caleb, Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is on my list as well. It's definitely a lot higher than this. <laughs> Shocker, right? What? Rose puts a Ghostbusters film super, super high? What? Are you freaking smoking? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I know we both really enjoy this movie. This is how you do a Ghostbusters uh, third film by not ignoring the previous films and just having, you know, kids discover that their uncle, not uncle, wow, grandfather was one of the Ghostbusters and they discover the equipment and just go from there and, you know, you, uh, spoiler alert, bring in the original cast members for some cameos that are actually not stupid ones like they are in Ghostbusters 2016. They actually make sense and, you know, they actually bring them back as their original characters. Um, so, yeah. Um, I'm happy that he uh, chose Ghostbusters Afterlife. That's awesome. Love it, Caleb. Uh, for me, for number seven, I got Black Widow. Um, I really enjoyed this, uh, this uh, solo film for uh, Natasha. I don't know why I just tried to do it uh, with a Russian accent. Russian accent. God, that was awful. Um, but yeah, I really, really enjoyed Black Widow. Did I have some problems with it? Yes. Was Taskmaster kind of not um, like a little, not like a little slow, but just wasn't even the main villain. It turns out it's actually someone else, and you're just like, okay, you know what? Whatever you you do, you Black Widow. Um, but yeah, Scarlett Johansson is great in the role once again. Florence Pugh steals this freaking movie as she does with Hawkeye um, she, uh, when she is in that show. Um, I just got to talk about this when it's her and Kate Bishop or Haley Steinfeld on screen together. Oh my God, their chemistry is amazing. Um, yeah, just honestly, if, if I could have put Hawkeye as my number one movie, I would have a year. But you know what? We don't make TV shows movies. Even though I loved Hawkeye so much and it was everything that I wanted it to be and more, um, but I digress. Um, but Black Widow, yeah, re really enjoyed it. Like I said, I did have some problems, but overall, I had a very, very fun time. David Harbour was really, really good. I really enjoyed David Harbour's performance as well. All right, moving on to number six for Caleb. He has Ron's Gone Wrong. Which, I have not seen this movie yet. I've heard, though, that is a very good animated film. Um, and you know what? Who is the cast in this? Because I always forget. I keep forgetting. Let's, let's find out. Um, so... Okay, so Zach Dylan Grazer plays the main kid, Barney. And then Zach Galifianakis uh, plays Ron. Oh, and Ed Helms is in this as well. That's awesome. And Rob Delaney. 
and Olivia Coleman. That's a pretty damn good cast. I like it. Um, yeah, shit, man. This got some like good ass reviews. Uh, what is the plot synopsis? Because I, I, you know, I really only watched like one trailer for this. So the story of Barney, an awkward middle schooler, and Ron, his new walking, talking, digitally connected device. Ron's malfunctions set against the backdrop of the social media age launch them on a journey to learn about true friendship. All right, I like it. That sounds actually really fun. Okay, I'm looking forward to checking that one out too. And I don't think that's on any streaming, but you know what? I should put... <laughs> I freaking put Ron's wrong. I meant Ron... Ron's gone wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't think there's on any streaming service. Um, but you know what? I think I probably will. This will probably be a blind buy when it goes on a good sale. Because, I mean, you know, if Caleb put it in his top 10 and, you know, it has like an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm wondering what the uh, audience score is. Very interested. Let's find out. 94%. Holy shit. That's awesome. Okay, yeah, so definitely going to check this one out soon. So that is Caleb's number six. Caleb, excellent choice. I love it. Um, so for me, for number six, I have In the Heights. God, I loved this musical. This musical was freaking toe-tapping from start to finish. Um, pretty decent storyline, too. Um, but I will fully admit that I had a... Uh, I feel that, um, and you know what? I feel awful. I like kind of forgot the characters' names, cause God, I'm awful. Uh, let's see. Sorry, guys. So I feel Usnavi, or sorry, no, I feel Benny, and uh, what was her name? Nina had a better love story than Usnavi and Vanessa, who are the main, who is supposed to be the love story that you're, like, rooting for. And Benny and uh, Nina's is kind of like the backdrop. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, they, they just felt like they had more of a connection. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Um, but yeah, like I said, the songs were amazing. Storyline is very, very good. Um I, I remember um, this was definitely one that I regret not uh, seeing in theaters. I watched it on HBO Max, and I, I do wish that I would have been able to been able to uh, tap my foot in uh, the theaters. That would have been really fun. But, yeah, I remember because uh, uh, when I flew out to Georgia this summer to visit Caleb, uh, this was one of the movies that we watched. And uh, literally when I landed in Salt Lake City <laughs> on my uh, way to uh, – you know, uh, my ride, um, to, uh, head back home. I literally was just listening. Cause it's a far walk in Salt Lake, uh, airport right now, just cause they're doing so much construction. It's, it's, it's insane. And I don't even think that they moved on to part two and I don't even know how many parts there are. So it's going to be a fun time in Utah. If you guys live in Utah. Um, but yeah, so that, that, that soundtrack was on repeat uh, for, I think it was like a 15, 20 minute walk to uh, the uh, arrivals area to be picked up. So that was fun. Um, but yeah, so anyway, uh, moving on to number five, Caleb has the voyeurs. I hope I pronounced that right. Let's, let's find out guys. I really hope I pronounced that right. Uh, all right. I gotta read a plot synopsis because I don't even think I do about this movie. Let's see. Uh, Pippa and Thomas move into their dream apartment. Uh, they notice that. Wait, sorry. This is kind of confusing. Pippa and Thomas move into their dream apartment. They notice that their windows look directly in the into the apartment opposite. This will set in motion a chain of events that will lead to disaster. That's a very blunt, blunt, blunt plot synopsis, but. You know what? That's okay. Um, honestly, I'm quite interested in this, so add this to the list of movies that I need to watch that were on Caleb's Top 10. Um, and you know what? It's on Amazon Prime Video, so if you guys want to watch this movie, uh, be sure to check it out on that platform. Um, so yeah, I really don't have anything else to say for <laughs> Caleb's uh, number 5. Um, I would say it's a very good number 5, though, uh, from the looks of it. Um, moving on to my number five, I have Eternals. I freaking, 
I, I basically loved this movie. Um, I, I really, really enjoyed, uh, the, like, like I, I basically said all that I need to say about it. Uh, just, you know, I, I liked the different approach for an MCU film. Um, I always welcome change and this is definitely a change for MCU. I don't know if they're going to continue to do stuff like this. We'll see. Um, but very, very much enjoyed, uh, Eternals. Uh, so moving on to number four, Caleb has Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I told you Caleb was going to hate me. <laughs> um, but excellent, excellent choice, Caleb. Um, don't get me wrong. It was a very good Marvel film. I enjoyed it. I just enjoyed the other Marvel films this year a little more. Um, but yeah, completely understand why you chose this for number four. Like you said, it's a great Marvel film. Fun from start to finish. Great character building. Great character moments. Yeah, can't say enough good about this film. Uh, moving on to my number four, I have the movie that we're actually going to be breaking down soon, Sing 2. This was just as good as the first one, and that is what I wanted so much for it to be. Because Sing is still the only Illumination property that I give a shit about. It's the only one, because God, Despicable Me and Minions, I could give two shits about just ended already it's annoying i don't give a shit um i know that they have the rights to um produce or creating like dr seuss stories um their grinch was okay i i enjoyed the different take on it a little bit you know they, they definitely still kept to the true um message of the story um i never watched the lorax and i heard it wasn't that great so I probably won't even watch it um, because that is a great Dr. Seuss book. And I've heard they kind of just go against the message of the whole book, which pisses me off. Um, but I hear from what I've heard is that their next one is supposed to be the cat in the hat. And that is my favorite Dr. Seuss book. So that kind of scares me. Um, but you know what? They can't do any worse than Mike Myers. So at least there's that. Um, but Back to Sing 2, uh, I will admit, I think the songs were a little stronger in the first one, but the story, I feel, is stronger in this one. Um, it's wonderful seeing these characters already know each other, and you just get to jump right back into it. Because um, I love these characters. I love seeing them interact with each other. Um, if you guys wanted to see Mike back, spoiler, he's not. Um, but I didn't miss him. That's just me. Um, I will definitely go into more detail of why I loved the sequel in our breakdown um, of Sing 2. But I'm just going to leave it that I thought this sequel is just as good as the first one. Um, and that, like I said, that's all I wanted. And they wanted to make a Sing 3, go for it. But if not, I am happy that both of these films were great, in my opinion. I love these movies to death. All right, uh, moving on to our top three. Our top three, guys, of 2021. Can you believe it? It's crazy. All right, so for Caleb's number three of 2021, we have Fatherhood, which I don't even think I've heard of. And you know what? When I see the poster, I'm probably going to feel really stupid for not knowing what it is. So let's find out what it is together. Oh, it's that movie with Kevin Hart. Oh, awesome. Yeah, add that to the movies that I need to watch. Um, So if you guys want to know the quick plot synopsis, uh, so it's based on a true story and book about Matt Lo 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 Logalin, whose wife died shortly after childbirth, leaving Matt to raise their daughter Maddie on his own. Aw. That sounds like a sweet story. Um. I know this is on Netflix, I think, right? I'm pretty sure this is a Netflix original. Yep, yeah, this is, yeah, this is a Netflix original. Um, so that's awesome. Um, I hope that, uh, I'm sure Kevin Hart was really good in it, um, but I actually, you know, I think maybe next week I'll ask Caleb uh, what he thought about Kevin Hart in it. But you know what? That's awesome that it uh, made his uh, number three. And this is definitely, this is actually probably like the first one that I want to check out because I've been wanting to check this one out for a while. So definitely excited for that uh moving on to my number three i have spider-man no way home um i'm sure you guys have heard our review by now and you know everybody else's reactions to this film it's so good 
it it is so good uh the way that they were able to pull off bringing the multiverse into the mcu the way that they incorporate these new villains or not new villains i'm sorry these old villains from classic spider-man films before and all these other fun twists that they do and easter eggs is just wonderfully done it's so emotional the action is great tom holland is as best as spider-man slash peter parker um, and I know Caleb doesn't like Zendaya, but I think she does a great job in this one, just like she did in the first and second. And Jacob Batalon is once again, great as Ned. Um, and sorry, I got to point out two more Benedict Cumberpatch, incredible. Once again, as Dr. Strange and then, uh, Benedict Wong, right? Isn't that, that's his name, right? I really hope I didn't just like butcher Okay, yeah, no, so, so it's Benedict Cumberbatch and Benedict Wong. Uh, he Even in like, the short you know, section that he had as Wong, he was great. I loved him, um, and I can't wait to see more of him in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, as well as Benedict. Um, so yeah, can't say enough good things about Spider-Man No Way Home. It is truly, truly amazing. All right, moving on to our uh, number two. Uh, Caleb has the Mitchells versus the Machines. I am not surprised by this because I know how much Caleb loved, loved, loved this movie. And you know what? I don't blame him. It's a really, really good movie. Um, it was not my favorite. I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. Sorry, guys. One second. I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I thought it was a very good animated film. The story was good. The characters were really good. I just did not love it as much as Caleb did. Um, but I can completely understand why it's on his list um, because it has a very wonderful message about family and I love an animated film that can do that alright moving on to my number two is no surprise here Ghostbusters Afterlife I, lo- I think I already said this when Caleb had it on his uh, list um, yeah I love this movie great Ghostbusters film uh, the kids in this did great. Um, every, from the proton pack turning on to, uh, f- for the first time in years, to Ecto One Siren being blared, it just all gave me chills. And you know, I got a nerd boner. So, which it's weird because I actually got <laughs> more of a nerd boner from the Ecto One Siren going off than the proton pack starting up kind of weird i don't know apparently yeah the ecto-1 siren gets me going <laughs> the proton pack starting up um but yeah so that's my number two loved it so yeah and then we have reached number one number one of 2021 for both of us uh so for caleb he has spider-man no way home not surprised by this at all rightfully deserves to be at number one it's so so good ah can't say enough good things about it like i said when i put it at my number three um yeah it's just it's just so so good guys if you haven't seen this movie go see it right now and if you've been able to avoid spoilers this long you must not go on the internet because oh my god (laughs) um and then let's finish with my number one and I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but I have good reason for it. My number one is Halloween Kills. Don't get me wrong. This is not, it's, 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 it's definitely a filler movie. Um, this is definitely the second chapter. You can totally tell it definitely. I know a lot of people have said, oh yeah, it didn't even need to happen because you know, everything's going to be wrapped up in Halloween ends. I disagree. I still feel that this one needed to happen. And I honestly loved every minute of it. Um, does it have question, some questionable dialogue, some questionable acting? Yes, but this was the movie for me that literally, because I saw this opening night, I remember how freaking hyped I was and just sitting there, because I actually, I actually saw this with my sister, um, and just sitting, just sitting there, Finally seeing Michael Myers back up on the big screen, just getting like a, oh God, like every time he killed someone in such a creative way. Um, and just, yeah, so I, I really enjoyed the sequel. I feel I definitely enjoyed it a lot more than people. I like I really only have like nitpicks about this film. Um, 
And I do agree with a lot of people that say the alternate ending that is actually going to be available on the Blu-ray this Tuesday should have been the ending for this film because the ending does kind of leave you confused about if the events are true. Whereas with the alternate ending, it definitely confirms that, yeah, what happened did happen. But I, uh, but other than that, I really, really enjoyed Halloween Kills. I loved it. That is why it's my number one. Uh, Michael Myers all day long. Um, th- this probably just shows how sadistic I am. That you know, watching Michael Myers kill people um, got me the most hyped in 2021, and it was like the best theater experience for me. And I seriously just cannot wait to watch this movie over and over again when it comes out on blu-ray just like i did with halloween 2018 and just like i do with the original and some other halloween films Um, this will definitely be added to the uh, list of ones that i watch over and over again in anticipation for halloween ends which i'm scared might be pushed back actually because james drew courtney shared i think on his instagram today that uh he was supposed to start filming i think uh like the end of this month or like the middle of this month and it's now been pushed to february i believe so it's like shit but then at the same time you know of course michael myers myers doesn't necessarily need to be on set every day so maybe that's just just it a coincidence that he just had to uh, be moved to next month, but we'll see. I really hope it doesn't have to be pushed back because uh, I really want to see how this new trilogy ends this coming October. Um, but anyway, that's our each of our top 10 films of the year of 2021. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, our listing. Um, I'm sure, you know what, if you guys, if you guys agree, disagree, let us know your guys' top 10. It would be awesome to hear what you guys thought of uh, last year's films because we definitely got a much bigger selection to choose from than 2020. Because, wow, it was very. That's literally why we only did a top 5 because we really couldn't even do a top 10. It was really, really hard. Um, but yeah, so if you uh, liked what you heard with just my voice, I promise there's usually always someone else here. And. You know what? This felt like so weird doing it by myself. And you were surely missed, Caleb. I love going back and forth and bantering. Just just makes this up this podcast fun and freaking love doing it with you, man. And can't wait to have you back on next week. Um, but if you like what you hear and you wanna follow and subscribe to us, you can do that wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Radio.com, Spotify. And much, much more, literally, wherever you listen to your podcast, we should be there. And if we're not, maybe you should find a different place to listen to podcasts. I'm kidding. Um, and, but if you prefer to listen to your podcast on YouTube, you can also listen on there. It is completely up to you. Just saying. Um, if you want to be able to answer our questions of the week, if you want to see uh, other stuff that we post, um, be sure to, um, and this is also a great way to contact us if you uh, want to uh, join us, all that fun stuff. So if you want to do any of that, um, you can uh, go check us out and follow us at facebook.com forward slash the Twitter and Instagram at the or if it would be a lot easier for you, you can email us at the Albros channel at gmail.com. And we are also on TikTok. We are at the Albros. At least I'm pretty. Yeah, we are at the Albros. We are not the, at the Albros channel. We are at the Albros. I only have one video posted because I suck at social media. God, I need help. I, yeah, I really got to step my game up, guys, because Caleb is like, you know, showcasing how much better he is <laughs> keeping up with this stuff than me. Uh, but I love him for it. He's so great. Freaking love the guy. Can't say enough good things about it. That, you know, love doing this podcast with him. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you want to, uh, check out our website, uh, where you can learn a little bit more about us. Um, you can check that out. I don't know why that took so long to finish that. I apologize. <laughs> you can check that out at tiny URL, URL, excuse me dot com forward slash the all bros also there um this would be the easiest way if you want to uh buy some merch 
this is the place where you can customize it and get the design that you actually want, considering that studios keep taking down Caleb's designs, which makes me mad because he does so good at these and works so hard. But if you want to uh, guarantee that you get the one that you want, you can sign, uh, you can um, create a, uh, fill out the form, and we will get that made for you. Or, if you would prefer, you can just go to um, our store, which is uh, tbubbook.com forward slash user forward slash the Albrose channel, and see some of the artwork that we have on there. Like I said, not everything is on there. Um, so, unfortunately. But if you do want to get something that isn't on there, like I said, just go to our website, fill out that form, and we'll be glad to get that made for you. Uh, next week on the podcast, uh, we'll be breaking down a short film that was recommended to us. We really appreciate uh, that uh, from the creator. I apologize that I do not know the name of it off the top of my head. I truly, truly apologize, but for whoever sent that to our attention we really look forward to breaking down your short film and um yeah next week is going to be a lot of fun with that um but yeah that uh concludes this week's episode of the all bros uh podcast uh like i said this is my first time doing it solo i've never done it solo um so this this was weird but um but i feel i did pretty good i feel i did pretty good um but yeah, I promise Caleb's going to be back next week. At least I hope so. Um, but yeah, you can definitely look forward to seeing us back in the saddle next week. Um, but until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. God, that was a horrible impression. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next week. Deuces. So long.